It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's Daniel Mullen sitting down with one of today's top music makers on Real Roots Radio. Welcome back to Real Roots Radio. I'm honored to have one of the real flame keepers of traditional bluegrass on the air with me today, Mr. Cody Norris of The Cody Norris Show. How are you doing today, Cody? I'm doing very well, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Oh, it, the, the pleasure is all mine. I've been a fan of, uh, of you and your music uh, for the past few years, and we're so excited that your major label debut on Rebel Records is uh, finally available. Uh, why don't you tell us about the new album, All Suited Up? We are so excited, Daniel, to be associated with the fine folks at Rebel Records. They've been so gracious to work with, and just uh, it's been a wonderful process leading up to the release of this album. Uh, Darren Aldridge in the producer's chair, and we just we pulled out some a few tricks out of the hat with a, a wide array wide array of some uh, original material, and uh, in addition to a few things from the the Rebel catalog that we dug back and got, and all in all, all suited up. We feel just a, a very strong project, and so far it's done very good for me and the guys. We're very tickled with it. You love traditional bluegrass. It's so yes, evident. Sir. In the, the way that you conduct yourself on stage and off and on uh, the new album as well, what about traditional bluegrass really speaks to your heart and soul? The purity of it in general. Um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of, of all type musics, uh, if, it, if it's pure. And um, Ralph Stanley told me once when I was about 17 years old, I went to do a few fill-in gigs with him, and I'll never forget uh, one comment that he made. Uh, search a song back to the head of the stream. That was the term he used. And in my opinion, what he was meaning at that point, you know, find it in its in its purest form. And bluegrass music to me has always just exemplified that with musical purity. And that's something that I feel, you know, in a, in a lot of genres, I feel that we get away from that in a hurry. But bluegrass typically, you know, stays to a, a, a purity element of that and i'm i'm just i'm very very happy you know to be a be a part of such a music that this speaks to people in that manner you mentioned dr ralph who are some of your other uh, bluegrass heroes cody um the the stanley brothers were big time with me uh living in east tennessee and only about a 50 minute drive from the stanley's home place uh, my dad was a, a huge stanley brothers fan uh actually uh one of my very very first um things of music in general uh that i can remember probably the earliest memory i have uh is riding around with an uncle of mine in a 79 chevrolet el camino and there was a stanley brothers eight track in there that was stuck in the player it wouldn't come out and it played continuously all the time the 16 (laughs) greatest hits so and i was only about four years old when i learned to distinguish harmony parts uh, I learned to sing tenor to the Hills of Roan County yeah. uh, with the Stanley Brothers. And uh, in addition to them uh, being an East Tennessee boy, certainly certainly Jimmy Martin's music was a, a major influence on me. And, um, of, of course, I started out uh, early in my career playing mandolin. So, uh, naturally, Bill Monroe's music was certainly at the, at the top of what we had going on at that time. You mentioned Jimmy Martin. And uh, you, you remind me in, of Jimmy in the way that you really put on a show 
and and a colorful, entertaining aspect of bluegrass music, which is something that uh, a lot of folks kind of haven't put as much of a priority on over the past few decades. Why do you think that's something that is so integral to the way that you uh, present your music on stage? I really, um, I really feel that um, one element of our business that's that's been forgotten, and I'm I'm not speaking just in bluegrass. I'm talking about across all genres. I think people have forgotten uh, a major part of music is still entertainment, and it is still entertainment. And the very best you can do, you're musically and vocally, you're not going to be great every day. I don't care who you are. Um, if people want, you know, excellent polished music, they're able to, you know, to, to buy our music, um, have it right on their cell phone in a matter of seconds. So I feel like when they get to a live performance, they need to see a performance. And that's that's really something that I, I really take to heart. And that harkens back to um, when I was just a small boy, again, four or five years old. I can't tell you how vivid my memory is of about, you know, three years time in my life uh, when my dad would be taking me to the Ralph Stanley Bluegrass Festival to Slagle's Pasture in Elizabeth in Tennessee and the, I was so fortunate to still get to see, uh, aside from Lester Flat, I got to see all those first-generation bluegrassers uh, still at that time before they were all gone. And within just a few years of that, they were starting to all mm-hmm. be gone. And But I'll never forget just how I was completely mesmerized by the level of entertainment from the suits, the ties, the hats, um, and all those bands that I would hear um, – they had the same five instruments on stage, but they sounded as though they were from completely different planets. Yeah. And I've never gotten that. That's stuck with me all this time. So when I, when I set out to do something um, with the Cody North show, my ultimate goal every night, and I express this to the band, I want to make a memory for everybody that comes to our concert. As soon as they leave, I, I want it to be more than, than buying the record and taking it home. I want to make a memory. That's my goal. Yeah. It, your band is called the Cody Norris Show, and it really is a show. You really, as you express, you really take that to heart, and uh, it it does make memories for folks to get to see the band live. I appreciate that. It you uh, you mentioned the suits and the ties. Uh, you're a colorful character, and you wear some colorful clothing <laughs> as well. I gotta ask, who does your suits? Uh, those are made by double eight apparel in Los Angeles, California. I've been with them about 13 years and, uh, they make uh, the, all the suits and the clothes for the guys and I, and, uh, it, um, I'm a lot of folks maybe think I maybe take that a little bit too far, but if I could afford it, Daniel, I'd change the oil in the bus in one of those suits. But <laughs> I, I just, I've loved those since I was just a kid. And I, and you know, people have gotten to a point now the fans and this is wonderful they expect it now from us and uh if we even attempt in the least to to dress down i just don't think it would work (laughs) i love looking at the the pictures of some of the colorful outfits y'all are wearing in uh the the pictures on the new album i i've spot at least uh, three different ones just on the, or four different ones just in the booklet. How many, how many of those fancy sport coats do you have? <laughs> I try to buy one a year, uh, if I can. And I, that gives me, uh, that gives me 51 weeks to save up for the next one for the next year. <laughs> that, it, it works out pretty well. And then, you know, once Mary Rachel and I were married, I, I get to buy those by twos now. So that really, 
that really helps out on that one. <laughs> Visiting with Cody Norris from the Cody Norris Show. He has a brand new album, All Suited Up. And the opening track called Brand New Hit in Nashville. It's a new song for the band, and you guys have a great new music video out on it as well. You guys go from the job site to the Ryman Auditorium. How did this uh, fun new video come about? Um, working uh, with Amy Richmond, uh, the photographer, I think she's actually done some work with your dad in the past uh, that works with Rebel. And uh, Amy and, and, and her assistant, Scott, the videographer, they had some, some grand ideas once they, they heard the song and, uh, Mary Rachel, um, her attention to visual appeal is just, you know, completely above and beyond. She's so good with that. And, um, the song, um, brand new hit in Nashville. I've carried that one around in my pocket since I was about 12 years old, a Southwest Virginia writer, uh, Gary Sanders. Uh, he was, he was a, a great guitarist and, and singer, uh, around the Norton, Virginia area. And he cut that song from what I understand, maybe in the seventies or early eighties. And, uh, I'd had that all that time. And it just, it just made a good story, uh, you know, of a, of a hardworking mountain boy who, you know, had dreams of something that might not necessarily be an easier life, but what he thought at the time was better. And, uh, and has dreams of, you know, taking it from the, the strip mining of Southwest Virginia to the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. So, it, uh, it was certainly a neat concept for the video, and there's everything in there from pickaxes to bulldozers to Mary Rachel's 66 Ford pickup truck. <laughs> I got to ask, how did you get access to the bulldozers? Because that, <laughs> that looked like a ton of fun. <laughs> oh, that was a ton of fun. Uh, a good friend of mine here in, in Mountain City, Tennessee, Donald Snyder, he's got a an array of, of classic cars. Of course, I'm a car guy myself, and we have we've had that connection for many many years but you never know what kind of his his father and grandfather were in the logging business so they've got a just a back lot of of real neat vintage equipment so that was that was kind of a fun day and it's not an easy task to get a 1930s bulldozer to run in seven degree weather i'll tell you that <laughs> it looks Especially like a sunny when it has an operator who doesn't know right from left <laughs> It looked like a sun, warm, sunny day in that video, but you said it was anything but. <laughs> it was sunny, but warm wasn't even in the spectrum, Daniel. <laughs> oh, you got to see it to believe it. We'll have to share that video on our social media pages later. But people, be sure to go check out the new music video for Brand New Hit in Nashville from the new album from the Cody Norris Show, All Suited Up. Now, Cody, you wrote nearly half the songs on the new album, uh, when did you first start writing your own material? Um, I started writing um, back uh, back when I was in high school, actually. And uh, believe it or not, you certainly can't tell it by, by talking to me, but I, I really enjoyed literature and, and English. And re- I had a, I had a great uh, English teacher in high school, and she once she saw some potential in my writing of my papers, why... I, I really thought that, you know, maybe there was something more that I could add. So I started started writing songs in high school. I've written, I think, about 75 or 80 songs, something like that. And uh, some of them been recorded by other artists and whatnot. And I, um, I really I really enjoy uh, writing. And with me, the, the melody always comes first. I'm out really laying under one of these old hot rods at home doing something. And I'll, I'll get a get a melody and. Um, then, you know, we'll try to, try to throw some, some lyrics together, um, with that. But the, uh, the songs on the album, um, 
pretty much all of those are from real life experiences for me. Oh, wow. The songs you write sound old. Do you find that to be a challenge to write original material that also sounds like it's steeped in tradition? It, it can be a challenge. It can be a challenge without stepping on other melodies. Uh, I mean, when you've, you know, got 80 years of, of music that's been, you know, that's been played. And it's also, it can be a challenge, uh, you know, to try to try to keep that, that melody rolling along uh, just using the three chords that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with that being said, um, I, I do find that challenging at times. Uh, but you never know how, how something may, you know, kind of weave around and just work for you. You mentioned that you are a big fan of, of literature. Who are some of your favorite writers? I'm a big Edgar Allan Poe fan. Me too. Are you really? Yeah. I like, I like Poe and, and also, uh, I'm a big Mark Twain fan and I, mm-hmm. I've actually, I use Mark Twain a whole lot of times, uh, in elements of my show, maybe not necessarily, uh, word things that he would do. Um, but, um, his, his play on audiences, you know, his, his public speaking were just, you know, completely have an audience in stitches and, uh, even could be talking. There's, there's one story of Mark Twain that I heard where he's talking to a group of condemned men who were set to die within days of that. And he's got them all in the floor just laughing. <laughs> and that would be quite the challenge. That would be quite the challenge. So, but I, those, those are two of my more fonder people to read their writing well and just like mark twain you mentioned his public speaking and how um you know talking to those condemned men it was almost like it seems like it was almost like a goal to get folks to forget their troubles for a little while and it seems like that's one of your guys's goals uh when you have folks either listen to your music or see you guys live on stage every day that is that's that is my number one goal i want to I want to captivate that mind and, and transport that audience to another place and another time um, and completely try, you know, to, to have a, a play on the emotions. I want to make them laugh, make them cry, stomp their feet, and, and maybe have a positive reflection of, of something that they might not be going through at, at that particular time that's not very positive, uh, but try to, you know, try to transport them away for just a few minutes. And if I can do that every night, I really feel like I've done my job. Visiting with Cody Norris of The Cody Norris Show here on Real Roots Radio. You mentioned your sweetie, Mary Rachel. She plays fiddle in the band. Who else uh, rounds out The Cody Norris Show these days? Uh, Josiah Tyree, my banjo player, he's been with me four years. And uh, Josiah, in my opinion, is one of the the finer banjo players in the business today and a wonderful tenor singer and just a very, very talented young man. He makes his home in Carthage, Tennessee. And uh, Josiah, just a, a super talent. And uh, our bass player, uh, cousin Charlie Loman, all the way from the bluegrass metropolis of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> Charlie's been with me. Uh, Charlie's been with me about a year. And uh, he's doing a good job and uh, learning the music and coming, coming right in there. And we're happy to have him working with us as well. Where can folks go to learn more about uh, the band and the album, Cody? Folks, do check out thecodynorrisshow.com. And remember, friends, that's Cody with a K. Anything else would just be Sody, and I wouldn't want you to get confused. You can <laughs> check that out. And do find us on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, also want to remind the folks they can tune in each and every Friday from noon to noon 30 for the Farm and Fun Time Noon Show. 
through the Facebook page of Radio Bristol and the birthplace of country music. You mentioned Radio Bristol, and it is the uh, Bristol is the birthplace of country music. As a student of tradition, that has to be pretty exciting uh, for you to now uh, kind of lead up a, the Farm and Fun Time show that some of your heroes, the Stanley Brothers, used to head up as well. That's a that is a, a wonderful feeling, Daniel. I'll tell you just a, a quick story. One of the first bluegrass cassettes that I ever had, I feel like we've talked a lot about cassettes today. I'm kind of dating myself a, a, a little bit, I guess. But anyway, um, a Stanley Brothers cassette that I had of a Farm and Fun Time show, and behind them in the picture on the front, there's a, an aerial map of their coverage area at that time. And right between Ralph and Carter's shoulder, there's a little dot on there. And Mountain City, Tennessee is right between their shoulders in this picture. And my, it's just kind of a, a surreal thing. I pulled it out the other day, and, I, and honestly, I had really, I had never really paid any attention to that. But uh, it's, a, it's a great, great feeling uh, to get to be a part of the, the Farm and Fun Time Noon Show and head that up. And the folks at Radio Bristol have been so good to us. And it was kind of a, a little full circle moment, I think, the first day we went on air with the, with the Farm and Fun Time Noon Show to be a part of something so iconic that so many people got a good, good foothold in what we now know as bluegrass music. He's, uh, he's really doing a great job on keeping original, traditional bluegrass music alive. We've loved his new album, All Suited Up. Be sure to keep up with him on all the social media platforms and go to thecodynorrisshow.com to see where he's going to be next and to check out uh, the band's new album on Rebel Records, All Suited Up. Thank you so much for joining us on Real Roots Radio today, Cody. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate it. Hope we can do this again sometime. Absolutely. Everyone has time for good music. You got time to breathe. You got time for music. The Daniel Mullins Midday Music Spectacular, weekdays 10 to noon on Real Roots Radio.